Season 2, Episode 6, Pete's Pod 6, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, Luke's chap Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. Mary's visit to Elizabeth and Elizabeth's and John's response. He's uh, six months in his mother's womb, but leaps for joy at the approach of Mary, who is carrying Jesus. And just walked a hundred miles from Jerusalem to uh, the city of In Karim, which is uh, a small uh, city in the hill country, uh, a city of Judah. All right, so uh, before we get started with verses 39 through 45, which by my count is seven verses, I thought I would uh, uh, read uh, starting with episode four um, and five to prepare for episode six. All right, so we'll just uh, go back to Luke chapter five and read the verses before uh, today's verses. All right, uh, Luke chapter five, verse five. There was in the days of Herod, this is the Herod that tried to play the wise men to find out where Christ was born because he's going to be born in nine months from the from episode six just call it for that from the end of chapter Luke uh, so and there was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zacharias of the order of Abiah an order set up by David 25 gen, 24 22 generation. 14, 14, 28 generations earlier. Anyway, um, we studied the genealogy of Christ in in, uh, in Luke. Uh, so, and his wife was named, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, which is the priestly order of Levi. Uh, um, the brother of Moses, Aaron, the brother of Moses. The order of the priesthood. Uh, so her name was Elizabeth. <sighs> Got to get my clicker working here. All right, and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Again, they're righteous before God. I'm righteous before God. If you're a believer, you're righteous before God. Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him to justify the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. For God hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He paid for our sins. We're justified, just as if we'd never sinned. Not through our own effort, but through His. All we did was put a little bit of faith in a great God, a great Savior. All right, as as Mary calls Him, my God and Savior. Uh, verse 6, And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. Remember that they were both. When when uh, Zechariah gets a chance to talk, he says, "I'm old. My wife's well stricken in years, but 
according to Luke here, they're both well stricken in years. years. Verse 8, And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, which was of the eighth group of uh, of uh, priests that were established by David, uh, 28 generations before. All right, um, verse 9, According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. So they have that beautiful curtain. I'm more actually more familiar with the tabernacle than I am, but it, the ta- tabernacle was pretty much copied in the temple. But uh, you have that foyer. You got behind the beautiful curtain that was ripped from the top to the bottom when Jesus died uh, in the temple. But inside there you have different pieces of furniture, and one of them is a table of incense. Outside you have a laver for washing with all the sacrifices that were going on outside. So the priests have got a lot of work to do. Don't think this guy only works two weeks a year. He's busy, and the priests are the only order that I know of that retire at 50. The only one in the Bible that retires, as far as I know. But um, maybe women at 60 in the New Testament, I'm not sure. According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And there are probably other priests moving around. Uh, Showbread's got to be changed every day, that kind of thing. Uh, verse 10, And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside without at the time of the incense. And there appeared unto Zechariah an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the table of the incense. Zechariah saw him and was troubled, and fear fell upon him. And the angel, Zacharias, I mean, uh, Gabriel said to Zacharias, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. Thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Verse 14. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. And these were good people, and they had a lot of good friends that were going to be happy with them. Verse 15. For, <coughs> excuse me. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb, which was rare in the Old Testament. And many of the children of Israel shall be turned to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know these things? You know, basically prove it. For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answered and said unto him, probably in a very angel-filled, authoritative voice, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God. I am sent to speak to thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb, or not speak, and not be able to speak, until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not the words which shall be fulfilled in their season. A good idea to believe the Lord. It's a good idea to believe the Bible. Verse 21, And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. Well, he had to talk to Zechariah for a while. I mean, he had to talk to Gabriel for a while. And when he came out, he could not speak to them. 
and they perceived that he had seen a vision. I think he's just miming. He's, you know, playing charades, trying to explain what happened, and somehow they got the idea that he'd seen a vision. And he beckoned unto them and remained speechless for nine months. Verse 23, And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his, uh, the work he did as a, as a priest, the two weeks were f accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife, Elizabeth, conceived after herself five after and hid herself five months so uh, Mary's going to show up at the door at the end of six months and why she hid herself I don't know but verse 25 thus she had to be quite the celebrity but uh, it doesn't say so I won't guess thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the last in the days um, verse 25 thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the, la in the days wherein he looked upon me to take away my reproach among men I, I, I guess everybody said there's Baron Elizabeth Elizabeth too bad she can't have any children whatever um all right, so then we're going to look at uh, continue in Luke, starting in verse 26. This would be uh, the Annunciation of Gabriel six months later to Mary. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth, which is, a, as, the arrow, as the crow flies, about 80 miles north of Jerusalem. A virgin espoused, or the word is married, or a synonym in, in, as it's used here, is married to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. We're going we're gonna to in, delve into this espoused subject whenever it comes up, but we'll just keep moving on right now. Okay. Um, covered it in more detail in episode number 5. Uh, verse 28, And the angel came, and Gabriel came unto her, and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, not at his appearance, I just, I gotta make that point, I don't know why, but uh, because you'd think the woman would be more afraid, but I, I think Zachariah was a little more disturbed than, than Mary was. And cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. She's thinking, she's not just startled. She's going, what are you talking about? And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. Yeshua in Hebrew. Um, he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give him the throne of his father David and, his reign, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom there shall be no end I think she probably knows that this is the Messiah being described to her and she's been picked to be the vehicle for his arrival by virgin birth at any rate, then said Mary unto the angel, 
maybe I misspoke there because she does say, how shall this be seeing I have not known a man? So she hasn't processed this whole thing yet. But she's going to very quickly. And the angel Gabriel answered and said unto her, verse 35, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore thou sh- that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who is who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Verse thirty-eight, and Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And now we go into episode 6, which is, uh, I don't know if I've said this or not, based on A.T. Robertson's A Harmony of the Gospel for Students of the Life of Christ, where just he hasn't even been born yet, and that's where we would start chronologically before his birth, everything that's mentioned about him. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. But uh, copyright USA 1922. Uh, Episode 6, The Song of Elizabeth to Mary Upon Her Visit to the hill country of Judea, which is south, or Jerusalem's part of it, of the hill country of Judea. I always mistakenly thought it was up north, but it's not. It's down south. And we're going to take a look look at the seven verses of Luke 39 through 45. And Mary arose in those days and went to the hill country. Of, the very next thing it said after the departure of of uh, Gabriel is that Mary arose in those days. So I think she didn't run out of the room and start heading on a 100-mile trip down south to, uh, I said 80 miles as the crow flies to Jerusalem, and this is 10 miles. I would say it's a good 100 miles uphill, um, which I may or may not explain the topography. But anyway, Jerusalem is, you go down to Nazareth, like a 1,000 feet in elevation, and so if you're coming from Nazareth to Jerusalem, you're going uphill a thousand feet and a hundred miles. So what is that? A hundred miles every... I, I don't know. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judea. And that city, uh, at least on the map that I saw, that was entitled Elizabeth's... I mean, Mary's... Uh, trip to visit Elizabeth was uh, in E-I-N in Karim K-E-R-E-M and that might be a modern name for it I don't know it sounds a little uh, Muslim but whatever it is what it is this is on the uh, Arabian Peninsula so anyway the Romans control everything so whatever they're naming a lot of stuff but okay, and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, baby John leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. So now we're going to hear from the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is it come to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? 
Verse 44. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. Verse 45. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. I, I really think she's just kind of a mouthpiece for the Holy Spirit here, but being filled with the Holy Spirit. But anyway, it could be wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. Verse 40. Well, that's, that's, that's it. That's it. Okay, well then chapter or episode 7 which starts with the very next verse uh, uh, 46 says and Mary said my soul doth magnify the Lord and this is called the Magnificat of Mary and probably one of my favorite speeches in the Bible by this young woman who embraces being the unwed mother of the son of God well she, that's not true she is wed that's espoused is wed I'm sorry it, words change over time but you look it up and study it, and I will study it. I will talk about it more. It's, uh, it's. Uh, she's, he's called her husband, even at this time, before Jesus is even born. She espoused was, uh, could not be broken, and she was responsible to remain faithful to the point of being stoned. But he didn't want to. He wanted to put her away privately, and then, and then the, the spirit came to him and said, "No, you're you're good to go." Her husband came to her husband. That's in Matthew, and I don't want to jump around to different. We'll read it when we get to Matthew, which would probably be in a few episodes. All right, so I'm going to say adios, which is to God. And I'm going to say via condios, which means go with God. <laughs>